and he comes, gets to 40, off the right boot. Umpire likes it. Very, very good kick there from Golding. Puts in a low kick to Hinder. He can't mark it. Schofield's there. He finds the ball from Kitchen. He goes long now. Touch, Schofield. He has kicked a goal. Suddenly, they're up to 11 goal scorers. Yes, welcome back to the show. If you want to have your say on anything we've talked about in the show or even my coughing and spluttering, you can on the Temper at Bedshed text line. That is 0487 736 736 or you can call us on the open line 13 12 55. Joined on the show now by Subiaco coach, two times premiership coach Bo Wardman. The Lions are back on top of the ladder looking very ominous. They are four points clear at the moment. Of course, Claremont have a game in hand. They took care of West Perth very, very comfortably on the weekend. Bo, welcome to the show. Good day, Mark. Nice to be with you this morning. Mate, um, it's good form. Uh, where has it clicked for you? Uh, probably a little bit of uh, availability um, and I think just some, some rejuvenated confidence and uh, probably off the back of the, the pre-season that we did um, and, and guys a little bit fitter and uh, coming into the season a little bit more prepared and um, and hungry this year to to make amends for for our poor performance last year. I think that was that was well documented and and we spoke about what what we want to really stand for. Um, we probably lost a little bit of our our brand and identity last year, um, albeit with. Uh, with some availability and, and some changes to our team, but uh, I think the way the guys, the, the approach the, they had over the pre-season, they've, they've hit the ground running this year, and um, we've been able to get, get complete buy-in. Obviously, someone like Zach Clark uh, certainly helps around our midfield, but we, we've seen a number of guys that have really taken some opportunity and, and stand up, which has been really important for us. I was going to ask you about Zach Clark. His ability to just be dominant at hit-outs has been, it, it seems like it's been a key for you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, get, getting first use, I think, historically for a number of years, we've probably had to set up to lose lose the ruck contest and then and then battle at ground level, which which the guys have done um, really well. And, and then Della was able to get around the ground. But now with, with Zach and we're probably getting a little bit more first use, um, it certainly helped. But I think probably the, the biggest thing that Zach's been able to provide is, is his follow-up and support at ground level, but also the education he's been able to provide to those younger guys that have come through and we've almost completely transitioned our, our midfield if you look at what we had lining up through there over the last 12 to 18 months we, we've now got guys like Jamin Alone, Michael Brown who's sort of played a, a third forward or, or back over most of his career um, Liam Hickmont's gone to a, a whole new level uh, Ben Golding's gone through there at times and um, with the reintroduction of Kitch we've, that's given him a bit more flexibility to play a little bit more forward and, and um, spend some time there. So we've got now some flexibility to rotate a number of guys through the midfield, which has been important for us. I was a bit surprised that Clark didn't ruck for WA in the state game. Was he available for that game, Bo? Yeah, he was. Um, and obviously it was, I think, probably at, at, at the time this this um, Ollie Eastland is a young kid that was in really good form. Um, Scott Jones was was uh, on on equally good form. Um, we probably uh, in the two games that we played, probably broke even. And I think Zach was around the mark. But I think the uh, when when we went into selection, it was probably just taking one one key ruck, um, and then and then been able to back up and support with a kid like Jack Buller who was in. Uh, really good goal-kicking form and, and had been able to chop out at Claremont. So I think at the time we were probably uh, 
fortunate to have three really good ruckmen all in good form and I thought particularly in that state game that Ollie Eastland performed really well. Um, so it was a, a tough decision to leave someone like Zach out. Um, but he's, I suppose, more importantly, been able to play really good footy at Subi as well. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, there's a bit of youth about your midfield this year, isn't it? You've you've been known for having those old hard bodies that just keep coming and coming and coming and uh, and being relentless. But you lost Harry Marsh out of your midfield and Schofield and Hickmott. How important have they been to you? Yeah, been, been massive. Uh, Taj has had a couple of interruptions with, with a couple of injuries um, over the course of the start of the season, and um, which is... Not not to be unexpected, but uh, certainly not ideal for him. But he, he came back and played on the wing on the weekend and did, did a great job. And it's important for him just to really have fun and enjoy what he's doing when he's playing his footy. And I think he's got um, tremendous upside. I think there's a, a fair bit of expectation on him, but he's still only a 20-year-old kid. So sometimes we lose perspective on um, on where he's at in his growth and development as a young player. Liam's just taken his game to another level and he's probably one of the preeminent midfielders now he's is so strong over the ball, his ability to extract and then um, read positioning uh, at stoppages is is important for us. And then we've got another young kid that um, has spent a fair bit of time playing reserves footy over the last few years in Riley Morgan, who we've given a bit of a role to as as an inside negator. um, And he's played on some of the better opposition midfielders and, and done an outstanding job there. And I think that's probably testament to the him and that, but the whole group that have bought into specific roles that we've given each week and um, they're really enjoying what they're doing and getting some great results from that. Tell us about Ben Sokol and what he brings to the team. Obviously, we know him very well. He's been around for a fair while, but just the ability to whatever chances get created for him to be able to take them, it, uh, it makes him a really valuable forward, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. He's, he's one that likes to get up on the lead, but he's probably equally strong one-on-one. Um, he's or you know your, your typical power forward at uh, six, six foot five or or bigger at that um, that you sort of dominate too. But his his ability just to create contest all the time for us has been really important. He gives the guys confidence that we can put the ball inside forward fifty, and we know that we're gonna. If he doesn't market it, he's going to come to ground and, and we'll get that. And he's such a reliable kick on goal, which efficiency is uh, critical. You see games of footy so often that are that are decided by. Uh, being effective in front of goal and taking those opportunities when they present. So that's important for us. And, and he's been well supported now with uh, Ryan Borchett's finally got his, uh, his his body right. He's playing really good footy and, and sharing the load in terms of a leadership perspective down there. And, and Jack Mayo off his uh, ACL injury, his second one. Um, it, it's just great to see him back out on the footy field. And he, he got a bit of a lick of the ice cream against West Coast, kicking a few goals, but he's he's been really important for us as that link-up player as well. What's the key to this team compared to the ones you took to flags, you think, Bo? Um, oh, they're, they're, they're pretty similar in terms of just the, the balance of, of what we've got. We've got some really good young kids that are providing that enthusiasm. We've got still some experience there that have been able to support those, those roles. And it, it's probably, at this point in time, it's not those senior guys that are carrying the team, which is... Um, been important for us so we can rely on those guys just to provide supporting roles but the, you look at a kid like Jackson McGowan who's come in um, across halfback Galen Savini who is a, a reserves best and fairest uh, as an intercept marking player now and al- almost taken a little bit over from, from what Aaron Heal's been able to do over the, the best part of his career. You've got 
Will Hickman on a wing and um, Ben Golding, who predominantly played all of his for, footy forward, uh, sorry, through the midfield, we've now moved forward and um, has been at a good retention inside forward 50 and, and hold the ball in there for us. So those young kids that are really stepping up and taking their opportunity and they're providing some enthusiasm. And at the start of the year, we had a few Colts kids coming through who have now gone into their State 18s program who we, we anticipate will come back towards the back end of the year. They just provide great energy and um, a, a real buy-in to what we want to do as a, as a team structure. But I think the, the competition is certainly uh, evened out, so it's it's certainly going to be tight, particularly with that top six. I think uh, South Fremantle lost yesterday, so it, it might provide a little bit of separation there between the, the top six and the, and the others. But we, you know, on on any given day, any of the probably the top nine teams can can win. So you've got to be on your medal every week. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? The ladder, so the ladder looks spread out, but the the competition feels close. It feels like. You know, apart from West Coast, who obviously have massive manpower issues down towards the bottom, um, it feels like any other team presents a real danger when you go into a game against them. Yeah, no doubt. And I think uh, certainly the, the game that we played against South a cu- couple of weeks ago, it was probably only in one quarter. And again, watching the game yesterday, I think East Perth kicked kicked five goals in the third quarter. And other than that, South Fremantle probably had the had the running for most of it. Swan Districts have, have lost uh, four or five games by by less than a kick or single-digit margin. So it's, it is really close, and those, those top teams uh, are fighting amongst themselves as well. So I think, and, and Perth have uh, no doubt um, continued to improve and, and will continue to improve as the season goes on. So that's a, a really healthy position um, for, the, for the whole competition and ensures that, that each week is important for, for clubs and players to, to really prepare themselves um, to perform each weekend. Now, you mentioned a couple of your kids that go into the state programs. Now, obviously, one of those is Colton Folstrop. We understand had a hot spot in his back in the pre-season. It's been a bit of a problem for young players in the talent development pathway. Um, what are your thoughts? Because I know that another of your players that I think has been brought into the um, the 18 squad as an overager, Riley Wills, he had the same problem last year, as I understand it. Yeah, I, think, I mean, Colton, I think... Uh I mean, his, his preparation's been outstanding. I think he'll he'll get himself up. Um, I'm not sure if it was as bad as what it may have been portrayed uh, in some circles. Uh, so hope, hopefully he's over over that and we'll get out there. But the conversations that I've had with him that he's uh, that he's going pretty well and been able to get through a fair bit of training. Um, and I think it's I think for for a lot of them it's probably just a, a management of the, the load and the, the step up going from underage footy into into a little bit more senior programs or the level of training that is um, required but also expected of of some of these guys and if if they don't stay on top of it or um, manage their recovery appropriately it can catch up pretty quickly and, and for a kid like Colton Tolstrop um, hasn't been really part of any uh, programs. Um, from a training perspective, he's, he's an esperance kid. He's, he's completed uh, the last couple of years of schooling at Cunderdon Ag. Um, so a lot of his, his training, he was sort of uh, dri- driving into driving into Perth and out of Perth on the on the same night. Um, he's now moved moved locally, which has been important for him. But uh, so for a kid like that, his, his commitment and preparation's been second to none, and hopefully uh, those injuries um, don't curtail him for, for too long. And um, I do believe that he's going to be available to play this week 
uh, I think they've got a game against South Australia on Saturday, which will be great, and, and to see Riley get, get some opportunity. He's been in really good form with the, with the Colts. He's been part of our senior transition um, program, so we've got to got to see him firsthand, and, and his application to his training um, has been outstanding. He's a highly competitive young kid um, that will, will certainly put his best foot forward if he gets the opportunity. Colton's from out at Condingup, isn't he? Is that is that where he comes from originally? Condingup out east of Esperance. Uh, yes, I think they they got a a farm farm out there, and uh, the the RM Williams uh, get get a bit of a a run, and um, is is very close with his uh, with his farming, and and completed his schooling out at um, at Cundinan, as I said. So he likes uh, likes that area, and we've we've had a few good Esperance products come up. For, Play at Subi and go on. You, Braden Ainsworth and, and Clancy Wheeler, who's a, a recent legend of, of the Subi Footy Club as well. Best beaches in the world out there, Bo. If you if you're ever down there, go go for a dip. There's, there, there's some magical beaches out there. Bo, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for your time and uh, and good luck with the season. I have to say the Lions are looking pretty ominous again. No worries. Really appreciate it. Thanks for your support, Mark. Bo Wardman, he's the coach of the Subiaco Football Club. They are flying at the moment. They're on top of the ladder. Probably Claremont, I reckon, looming as the major opposition to them. What do you think? You can have your say on the temper at Bedshed text line on 0487 736 736 or you can call us on the open line on 13 12 55. We'll be back after the break.